and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. Episode 7, Dancing in My Head. Who's ready for another sour episode? My name's TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick and Chris Campbell. How are you guys doing today? Hey, pretty good. How are you guys? Yeah, pretty good. I'm not too bad. I'm getting stared at by a cat. Hmm. Well, that'll, that'll happen. Yeah, it does happen a lot. All right, shall we uh, just say fuck it and dive right in? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All righty. Three, two, one, crack. Oh. Uh, ah! Yeah, it kind of exploded on me, too, and I just got, like, fucking beer all over my brand new screen. Oh. Oops. Yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> Things could be going better. Yeah, I had to do I the maneuver really where I immediately this. put my mouth to the can. To save the overflow. Ooh, but that, so uh, just sip. to start with, this is really highly carbonated, so that's exciting. But yeah, no that that first like sip of foam off the top. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's All right, good stuff. I I I need to put my headphones down and get a towel. <laughs> All right, you, you do what you got to do. <laughs> Hey, look who's being... Chris and I will just do what we always do and continue to carry the show. That's right. Look who's being, yeah, an, an, hear that, uh, look so. who's being uh, a classy bastard. I have a beer glass. Yeah. Finally. You civilized motherfucker, you. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm at about 80% Although, head. Yeah, no, that that's pretty much where I am yeah. as well. Like, uh, not the easiest beer to pour out. No. And yes, de- definitely a bit of a squirter upon opening. <laughs> Lol. Yep. Welcome right. back. Let me. Let me. Uh, I've got some uh, paper towel action going on here. Did that beer end up all over your computer? No, actually, it made none. I got none of it on the computer, but I did get enough on the uh, wood coffee table that uh, I'd like to. Yeah. Not leave it there. I bet that's gonna be I mean, sticky. Come on, it's just an IKEA table. <laughs> I know it's an IKEA table, but. No, I, I love that table. That table's great for pl- fucking playing games. Yep. Yeah, and it's cheap enough that I don't really care what happens to it either. So I'm not yeah. like, oh my god, it's not like it's, you know, solid cherry or some shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's kind of whatever, but I still don't want to just leave a puddle of beer on my table. Yeah, best to be avoided. Like, all I my 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 glass currently has currently. <laughs> it's not it's not that one yet. <laughs> uh, it has a shitload of foam. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's mostly foam. Yeah, you, you missed uh Chris and I saying like the same damn thing. Yeah. You know, it it it's got a lot of head. Yep. But hey, on the bright side, it'll slow me down a little bit in drinking. Mm. It's not slowing down, Chris. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, while I'm waiting for the head to go, let's talk a little bit about this beer. So it's from Great Rhythm Brewing Company, based in... Yeah, where are they? Somewhere in New England. Somewhere. It's New Hampshire somewhere. New Hampshire. Cool. <laughs> um, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Yay. I like uh, Portsmouth. I, I guess I probably could have just... Oh, yeah. There, there we go. It's like, wait, it's in Portsmouth. Why the fuck haven't we been there? Right. Weird. Yeah, that but, that's close. Yeah. So, dancing in my head, it's a fruited sour ale with plum, blackberry, lemon, and milk sugar. I love it. 
It's super well balanced. It's what I want out of a sour beer. It's very carbonated. It is very carbonated. Like like it's very carbonated. It, it is makes me wonder if they used like champagne yeast in there or something. Because hmm. goddamn. Yeah. Not not that it's bad carbonated. It's just very carbonated. So yeah. so enlighten me. Is it the yeast that's wholly responsible for the carbonation? I don't know how the how that works. I mean, yeah. a combination of yeast feeding off of sugar inside of it. Huh. So it doesn't get yeah. carbonated. And that's how you get carbonation. Huh. It doesn't get carbonated in the way like so, a so soda when yeast would get. breaks. No. no. So when yeast get when yeast eats uh, carbohydrates, it um, produces both CO two and um, alcohol. Oh, cool. Yeah, I knew that it produced. I mean, among other alcohol. things, it can produce other compounds, but right. Yeah, it produces CO two, so that's where the carbonation comes from. Yeah, um, that's cool. That's what it's a, uh, and I think that sometimes, sort of like how with sodas and stuff, sometimes it there's more of it in solution that like it depends on how much is in the solution because mm. when it's packaged, Ooh. it's. <laughs> Nice. Very carbonated. When it's packaged, it's, um, you know, the it's more in solution as carbonic acid. Hmm. But then when you like release the pressure of from the container, because it's usually like got some pressure in there to hold it in solution, mm -hmm. it you know allows it to volatilize and come out as carbon dioxide. Gotcha. Um, but. If it has a shitload of carbonic acid in it, you're going to get a shitload of foam. Mm. <laughs> so it's sort of, you know, it's the same reason that, like, I think, I can't remember why if you shake a soda bottle, you get way more foam. And I, but it's something along those lines of, like, you know, you're, you're forcing more of it out of solution into, like, that, you know, kind of empty space. And then it explodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably helps with sodas that most of them have essentially like a nitrogen cap at the top of the can or yeah. bottle. Yeah, there's something that about shaking it that makes it want to come out of solution more. Mm. Yeah. That's why you don't shake bottles of champagne either. Champagne. <laughs> mm, hmm? Oh, this is really refreshing. Well, unless you want to spray people. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really enjoying this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's nothing that overpowers the taste of anything else. It's it's all well balanced. Oh, and I noticed today, Emily, you're using the uh chalice and today I I've got my goblet. <laughs> yeah, I'm using the twenty fifteen today. And I'm using the twenty seventeen. I had to make a mad dash and try and find a glass because my uh, chalices are both in the dishwasher. Hmm. You can't. You actually trust that to a dishwasher? Yeah. Why not? Nice. Real nice. Hell yeah. That that is a nice glass, right? It is. Yeah. Oh, right. I still have your nice mug. Yeah. You sure do. It would be nice if you gave it back. <laughs> I'll be nice and give it back. 
So- sounds like a nice time. Uh, I feel like we're all like really boring today. Uh, no, sorry, I'm just getting distracted by. Uh, I just checked this in on Untapped, and there's there's a Friends with Benefits Sour Fest. Hmm. Get 22 okay. of the most banging sour beers from across the country shipped straight to your door. Three box options are available. I'm okay. I'm terribly curious what they're charging for that. Hmm. I mean, 22 beers shipped to you across three boxes. It's probably going to be somewhere in the ballpark of like 175. Yeah. Let's see. Here. Would be my guess. And like that's probably actually kind of conservative. It's most likely closer to like two twenty five. Do 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 do. Do do. Okay. Do. So the twelve beer box is one twenty five. The eighteen beer box is one eighty five. That's actually not bad. No. What does that work out to be per beer? I mean, beer? it seems a lot more reasonable than the uh... ten bucks a beer. Yeah, that's eighteen not... beers, one hundred eighty-five dollars, ten dollars and twenty cents a beer. Yeah. I mean, that's more reasonable than what uh, Extreme Beer Fest was asking for. Mm. Oh yeah, that was just fucking ridiculous. Yep. Wasn't it almost that much for like four beers or something? Or wasn't it like one twenty-five for four beers? No, I think that you still got, I think it was still like 12 beers, but it was like 12, 12 ounce beers hmm. for like 160. Yeah, something like that. Did not feel worth it. No, I'm not sure really this didn't. does either, but this feels more worth it. Hmm. Oh, also, I'm kind of bummed that, you know, I haven't made it to Trillium anytime recently because I think they just released, uh, Streets and Streets on Streets. Oh, man. What are those? Yeah. You're the one who lives in the city. Why isn't this your problem? (laughs) Oh, man. You never had the streets, huh? No, I don't think so. So the streets is... It's Trillium's anniversary beer that they brew every year. It's a triple IPA that uses all of the hops that are in, like, the traditional streets series. Hmm. So, like... I think it's like I don't think it uses all of them, but maybe it uses not all a of them. lot of them. Yeah, well, that sounds cool. But like it, it's it's a big and ballsy fucking triple IPA. Hmm. I usually hate triple IPAs because they just they come off like way too boozy. Like oh, they're boozy they're always and syrupy usually. Yeah, and like the, Trillium has made the only triple IPA that I actually really like. Yeah, um, triple IPAs can be hit or miss it for me. Definitely is not like. It's definitely not a sit down and crush it kind of thing, but like it's it's quite good. Nice. Also, speaking of quite good, I'm really enjoying this uh this great rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is totally like a great just fucking porch sitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I'm picking up like it's not it's not it's super, super sour. No. Um so it's fairly accessible. I can definitely taste the plum more than the blackberry and the lemon, but I think they balance each other out well, and I definitely get a nice mouthfeel from the lactose, so. Yeah, mouthfeel. <laughs> yeah. Feel your mouth later. Huh? Mm, you Hot. wish. 
so we all also, I think, separately last night, all had uh, strange love from Lithamans. Yeah, we did. So two weeks in a row that we've got a Lithamans. Yay. Um, I, I liked the strange love. I was less, it, like, it just didn't do as much for me. Like, mm. I didn't feel... I, I definitely got the Chardonnay mm-hmm. um, influence, but I did not pick up a ton of the fruitiness. Yeah, but yeah it like was, the guava it, was really quiet in it. Yeah, which is an, it, which is interesting because guava is usually very present when I've had beer with guava in it. Um, but I will say on the plus side, like if you're a person who wants your sours to be very sour. That that was one of the closer ones I've found in recent memory. Like this, you know, great rhythm is, you know, it's tart, you, but it's not like oh, pucker your lips, kind of sour. Yeah. Whereas the strange love was, and you see, I didn't think strange love was as sour as as you're making it out to be. Like I thought it was. It's more sour, than sour but it wasn't like a, a puckerer. I didn't think it was that sour. And I also No, I mean, but it's more sour than most of the stuff that I've had recently. Yeah. And I'm also sometimes wary of um any sort of a wine flavor in my beer. I'm just not a huge wine guy. Uh and I didn't think the Chardonnay well, I'm not a huge wine person either. Yeah, but I didn't think the Chardonnay uh took away from the rest of the beer. I thought it it worked well with it, which says a lot coming from a guy who doesn't yeah. really like wine. I mean, how do you feel, considering that you don't like wine, how do you feel about the Dialed In series from Trillium? They're okay. Not my favorite. Sometimes the wine flavors are, are too much. Oh, I always really like Dialed In. But then again, yeah, I like wine. Mm. I don't love wine, but I think that it, like, I think especially the way that they do it with a very deft hand. I think that they, they you know, it inclo- incorporates just enough wine flavor with the... But like it's it's done in an IPA, which I actually really like. Yeah, I think that the hops kind of keep the wine from getting too overpowering as well. Mm. Um, I definitely prefer some of those versus the others. Uh, oh man, what's my favorite of those, TJ? Do you remember? No. It. I don't know. Did they do one with like Riesling or something? Yeah, they did. Okay, can't remember the name of it, but I know that they had one with Riesling. See, I do like Riesling. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. See, that's the thing is. See, I, I, I usually don't like Riesling because mm. I find it far too sweet most of the time. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, when I'm drinking wine, I'm drinking like, you know, like a more ballsy red. Yeah. Now, see, I like the sweet shit. Give me, give me like Moscato. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, that's gross. Ooh, didn't they do a Moscato one? I like the sweet girly wine. Uh, I think they did as well. If I'm going to drink any sort of wine. Me too. It's going to be a Riesling or a Moscato. Oh, or man. Something. Have you ever had a sweet red? Um, I can't say that I have. Yeah. The dialed in that I've had, I think the only dialed in I've had is uh, the one with Pinot Gris, which, uh, oh. eh, eh. yeah, that one's fine. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly how I would describe it. Is yeah, fine. You two gave it a four, five, five. All right, so Emily, I think the one you're thinking of is the Moscato juice because I don't think we've had the um, Riesling one. Okay, mm. that one. Or maybe you have. Nope, you haven't. The only person who's checked that in is Aku. <laughs> ah, yeah. 
Let's see. I've had the Pinot Gris, the Chardonnay with... His first demeanor. Thank you. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc, uh, one that's just original, and then Moscato. Yeah, there's Moscato and Riesling is the only one I haven't had. Hmm. Well, no, that's oh. Mosaic and Riesling. Oh, Mosaic and Riesling. Yeah. And then... Uh, Man, I don't even remember original dialed in. How long ago was that? When did I check that in? Let us see. It was at the hip joint in 2016. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I mean, that feels about right. Yeah, it feels about right. Hmm. Man, we've been drinking beer for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. We've also been on Untapped for a long time. Yeah. Oh, man. Our our 10-year Untapped anniversary is coming up in a couple of years. Oh, wow. Because we're like eight years now. Nice. I mean, the only reason I remember is because we signed up while at San Diego Comic-Con 2013. Hmm. Yeah, it's really helpful when you have things that, like, it's like... Anchor memories? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm terrible with, like, birthdays and, you know, anniversaries and shit like that, but it's like... If it's, like, connected to a thing that I do remember, it's like, oh, okay. Like, I remember when that thing was, so it was, a, it was like, this time. Hmm. Like, I, I shout yes. out to my, fr- to my friends who have November 5th birthdays, because, hmm. you know. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Exactly. That's your friend's birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like... I, I know several people who have that birthday, and it's just like, hey! Happy Guy Fox Day. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was V-Day. It's also apparently... Hmm. Um, v for Vendetta. Right. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's also... Yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah, uh, that's why pretty much anybody knows who Guy Fox is these days, yeah. is because of V for Vendetta. Yeah. Or, oh yeah, these days, because... Yeah, well, these days. Because, uh... Well, then it got <laughs> co-opted by Anonymous. Yeah, yep. But, Guy Fox mask. Right. Yeah. Oh. Next, it'll be co-opted by QAnon. <laughs> Shudder. I'm sure it already has been. Oh, probably. Ew. They've tried, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, Ew. Jesus Christ. Talking about a r- group that just needs to, like, diss a fuck up here. Right? Like, QAnon. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Like, how dumb are you? Launch them into the sun. I kind of see it as, like, it's essentially this, you know, augmented reality game that somebody started and didn't really know what to do with it, and too many people started taking it serious instead of, like, an AR game. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see the latest South Park? It's real bad. It's real bad. The latest South Park with the, the QTs. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was pretty yeah, right. TJ said he would Lil, Lil Cuties. Lil Cuties. <laughs> yeah, TJ right? said he would totally wear that shirt. <laughs> oh, I'd totally wear that shirt. <laughs> like I think that shirt's hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if they're smart, they have like all those shirts on the South Park store. Oh, they should. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like it's it's not hard to talk me into shirts. It's like yeah. I, I I still think I'm going to, I still want to buy a disco shirt. Anyway. Yeah, I kind of want to get a disco shirt, too. Honestly, I'm not sure if I'm more disappointed about the Venture Brothers being canceled, or that we're never going to again have a Venture Brothers t-shirt club. 
Mm. Yeah, I need to go through my t-shirts and f- figure out which ones I wear and which ones I don't and like pass back ones that I don't wear. Because there are definitely Venture shirts I wear, but there are others that mostly just sit in my drawer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I still lament the time that I washed my Hankco shirt with a pen. Aww. And now my Hankco shirt is stained with pen. Oh, that sucks. Like, this is why I can't wear like white shirts at all. Oh, I mean, have you tried the stain devil? No, did... but I'm sure that it's well set in. Because oh, I didn't did you... realize it until after it dried. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still, still worth trying, I guess. I mean, because it's there. there is a, I think I have the like ink crayon and fucking whatever one. <laughs> like, it's, it never hurts to try. Yeah, it never hurts to try. I mean, it because it, in theory, those are designed to break down the specific chemicals. So it might be possible, but. Yeah. You know, like, what are you going to do? Make it worse? No. <laughs> Maybe. Got nothing to lose. <laughs> I'll just, like, dye the shirt gray. I mean, you could do that, too. Yeah. But then there'd still be a goddamn ink spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dye black. Yeah, good luck with that, though, but dye black. Well, you dye it black, and then, like... The um, decal on it essentially just disappears. Mm. Oh, really? It's, it's mostly black. Oh, yeah. So, so, so it would disappear. Oh, the shirt. yeah, yeah. But no, I totally wear a disco shirt, hmm. like yeah. like just the one that says "disco" across the chest hmm. and has yeah. like the little Starfleet emblem on the arm. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's we're we're absolutely gonna get those like. And we'll go out places wearing our matching disco shirts. I, I'd say we'd like jog along because it's supposed to be like, you know, their workout type shirt. <laughs> but no, we're not jogging. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to, Emily. I am definitely not jogging. If you heard of the new trend, I, I believe it's I believe it's called yogging with a soft J. Yogging? <laughs> <laughs> Yogging. Uh San Diego, the <laughs> whale's, whale's vagina. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a great movie. Well, that's the thing, and that's something that I've said for years about this movie. It's not actually a great movie. It's just incredibly quotable. Yes. Which makes your mind think that it's a great movie. Mm, true. Same with Borat. I went... Like, it's got a couple of good scenes in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I've never rewatched Borat. I recently but, re- recently yeah. went back and watched the first one. And it, it's funny, but... I feel didn't... like I should have... I feel like I should have watched it before the second one. Yeah, that's what Probably, I did. Watch the, the se- second one. Yeah, so did I. The second but one I was a lot better in comparison. the second one actually was... Yeah. 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 I was pleasantly surprised. And, and honestly, like, Corrects a lot of the stuff about the character that made him so cringy back then. Yeah, yeah. And then you still, you still definitely get that cringe. Cause, yeah. Uh, fuck you, Rudy Giuliani, <laughs> you filthy piece of trash human. Yep. Oh, that was great. <sighs> but like the entire reason that Sasha Baron Cohen went in at that time is because he's not only an actor, he's also one of the producers. Yeah. And as a producer, the safety of your actors is, you know, paramount. 
Right. So he saw this potentially going really bad, really fast. Mm. So that's why he ended up rushing in when he rushed in for the safety of his actor. Yeah. So like, fuck anybody who's like, oh, I feel bad for Rudy Giuliani. No. Because like, you know, you think you're going to get a handy, but it's like, no, no, don't feel bad for him. He is a disgusting human being. Oh, he really is. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen. He used to be America's mayor. I was just thinking, like, yeah, he, he was America's mayor post 9-11. Yep. And it, it, in just 20 years, it didn't even take a full 20 years. No. honestly, even, like, even five years later, so we're talking, like, 2006, he was already letting a lot of his shit back come out more yeah. and more. You know, and, and it's just, like increased and propagated over time it's it's become an echo chamber essentially yeah yep yeah echo chambers not helpful for (laughs) yeah yep like yeah it it real bad all right who else is ready for beer two oh almost well, here, while you guys are getting ready for Beer 2, I'll introduce hmm. Beer 2. Beer 2 is from Barreled Souls Brewing Company in Sucko, Maine. It's called Currently Blacked <laughs> Out. It's a goes with blackberries and currants. I think it's, I think it's called Currently <laughs> yeah. Blacked Out. You jackass. I was going to say, in case you needed more proof that like you pronounced the word incorrectly... <laughs> Currently blacked out is the name of the beer. <laughs> Currently blacked out. Currently. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for beer too. Well, I mean, since Emily's close enough. God damn it. Drink, drink, drink. I know it's a little bit harder to like drink this fast because it is so carbonated. Oh, I know. My stomach's going to explode. <laughs> sip, sip. Sip, 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 sip. <laughs> suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Uh, I've been to Barreled Souls. It's a cool spot. Down in Sweet can art, too. Sunny Saco, Maine. Uh, which Still I haven't been there. I will always know Saco, Maine is the home of Jolly John. Any of uh, our listeners from Maine will know, will know Jolly John. Oh, you asshole. Uh, Emily. Not, not not you, Emily. What the fuck, Emily? Whatever. All right, TJ. Dick. Yeah, there we go. Do, do you remember when I said suck it earlier? Vaguely. It was like a lifetime ago. <laughs> I was a little girl sitting behind the bushes watching an alien play. I was the chubby lady hiding in the bushes. (laughs) I was the turkey the whole time. Oh, I love the color of this. Wicked Dak. Yeah, no, this looks fantastic. Mm. Man, the current comes through so well in this. Huh. Yeah. Oh, man. The smell on that is fantastic. And just a hint of salt. Yeah, it's not. It balances well. Yeah, no, it, it it's definitely not your, like, slap in the face with, like, a fistful of salt kind of goes. Right. Yeah. But, like, you can tell that there is salt in there. Mm-hmm. 
But oh man, like the fruit in that is just fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not nearly as sweet as dancing in my in my head. It real good. Yeah. No. I wouldn't expect it to be because of the 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 fact that it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. Well, the dancing in my head is also sweeter because of the lactose. Mm. Lactose does also provide some measure of sweetness. It's why milk tastes vaguely sweet. Right. I still find it so weird that we as a species even consume the milk of another species. I mean, yeah, it's... Though I do love cheese. Not done. Yeah. I'd be fine drinking, you know, nut milk for the rest of my life, but but I can't I can't yeah. can't ever leave cheese. No, cheese is just too amazing. Yeah. Cheese doesn't like me, but goddamn do I love it. Yeah. Cheese, ice cream, ice cream. See, I don't really care about ice cream. I know Definitely you don't. don't care about milk. My partner's a vegetarian and I can deal with that because at least we can eat cheese together. If she were a vegan, whoo. Nutritional yeast, have you guys ever had that in place of cheese? It's it's not not cheese. It's not cheese, but I like it. Oh yeah, I, I like, like it don't, too. But don't I, don't try to sell it, it as cheese, no, but I like yeah. it. It's not cheese. Oh no, I dated a vegan once oh, dude. who would put it on everything. She'd put it on top of popcorn, she'd put it on top of broccoli and be like, Oh, it's cheese and broccoli. Fuck you, it's nutritional yeast and it tastes like asshole. Oh, I mean, it depends. Okay, see, I've only had it in one context, and mm. I really like it in that context. Um, Life Alive makes a bowl called the Innocent. That's like, I think it's like rice, quinoa, you know, veggies like broccoli and shit, uh, tamari, almonds, and then it has nutritional yeast on it. And like with those flavors, it works really well. Mm. Like it just kind of amps up the flavor of everything else that's in there. But, like, no, I've never tried it on, like, popcorn and shit. Yeah, don't. I, I don't know that I would have as much of a positive association if I did. Yeah. But, like, it does work well in certain contexts. But I wouldn't... Tr- I, it's not a replacement for anything else. It just is what it is. Yeah. In my opinion. Don't call it cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't cheese. Also, remember the time that you took me to Life Alive? Yes, your mom. and you complained the whole no, time? No, your mom, your mom heard about it and said, oh god, that's a fate worse than death. <laughs> and, you know, I wouldn't go that far, but... I, I love Life Alive. Yeah, I know. Life Alive, if you want to give us free food, we will take free food and, like, chat up your stores. Because you're delicious. Oh, I'll drink one of your milkshakes. Happily. I actually ordered... From there this week. I actually ate an innocent this week, which is why I was like, ooh, nutritional yeast. Hmm. But yeah, no, I was just in the mood for it. Um and yeah, oh my god, they're smoothies. The uh Elvis Alive. Mm. God the Elvis Alive. Oh, the smoothies were pretty baller. Yeah. Also, anybody from from uh if anybody from Life Alive actually listens to us, bring back the Golden Sunrise smoothie. Hmm. I just recently discovered it and then you took it away again. Oh. And now I'm sad. I liked that one. Womp womp. But yeah, original one is in Lowell. Right down the street. Well, not down the street, it's in fucking downtown, but hmm. whatever. Huh. I didn't realize that the original one was Lowell. Yeah. Now with locations spread throughout. 
well, portions of Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what Cambridge... They might have one in, like, um, New Hampshire. Huh. It's like, no, they don't. It's no. um, Cambridge, Salem, and then... Cambridge, Salem, it... Brookline. Yeah, Brookline. I wasn't sure Lowell. if it was Boston or Brookline and Lowell. I think that's it. Huh. Yeah. I thought they had another one. They might. They might somewhere. Maybe uh, maybe they do have one in Boston. I don't know. Oh, man. I... I miss Salem days. I miss, like, going to fucking Flying Saucer. Well, mm. calling in a pizza order to Flying Saucer on our way there. Grabbing that, then going over to Far From the Tree and hanging out. Fuck yeah. We need to do that at some point. We do. We also need to do a cider episode at some point. I remember the first time you guys both took me to uh, Flying Saucer. We got the Admiral Akbar. The pizza with clams on it. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I miss the, the Admiral Akbar. Oh, they took that away? It's essentially clam chowder pizza for anybody wondering. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Admiral I haven't Akbar's had that gone. for a while. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. If um, anybody, pic- maybe it's back. But, I haven't even looked but, at the menu in a while. But, Chris, you need to try the pickle, Rick. Yeah? I, I love that one. It's like it, its main features it? are pickles and ranch. Ooh, okay. It works so anything, well. Anything else? Like, it's so good. Just pickles and ranch? Yeah, I can't... Like I bacon or anything? No, it's not just pickles and ranch. I don't remember... Oh, uh, yeah, just there. pickles and ranch. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me, let me, let me pull, off their, pull off their fucking website for you. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> yes. No, that place was awesome. Oh, that and there's that cafe, the breakfast place with the uh, red-eye gravy. Oh, ugly mug. Oh, ugly, ugly mug. mug. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I need to make, I need to learn how to make red eye gravy because I always have plenty of coffee grounds, obviously. Mm. Um, it, now, see, if we lived in Salem, we could get delivery. Womp womp. Yeah. Um, womp although, fucking womp. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing is we can always, like, Go go to Salem and like you can probably go to far from the tree and just be like, yo, deliver a pizza here. Hmm. It it's not that hard. It's not a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, but if we're already up in the area anyway. Yeah. No, I mean we we got there's a pizza world in uh Salem that's connected to the one in Reading, and we have absolutely gotten that delivered to the tap room. Hmm. That's awesome. Oh, man, it's been so long since I've looked at Flying Saucer's menu, but I love that they have Spaceballs, Vegan Spaceballs, huh? and Spaceballs the Musical <laughs> as, like, three different appetizers. What are Spaceballs? Oh, yeah. It's essentially just, like, garlic knots. Oh, nice. Oh, man, I still haven't tried the Grunkle Stan. Have you gotten that far, TJ? Uh, nope, I have not tried that either. That sounds awesome. March Madness 2020 winner, olive oil and garlic, cheese, masala marinated chicken, and cilantro. Ooh. So, so the pickle, Rick, is olive oil, cheese, dill pickles, bacon, and ranch swirl. There is bacon. I knew it. That sounds awesome. It's so fucking good. Wow. Oh, that's new. Wonder Warthog. Red sauce, cheese, pulled pork, pineapple, and caramelized onions. So, uh, Emily, wh- when are we going up to Salem? <laughs> uh, soon. <laughs> Very soon. Oh, hey, didn't we get the Nick Fury once? The Alfredo, uh, I can't remember. Sa- Alfredo sauce, cheese, mac and cheese, bacon, scallion, and buffalo breaded chicken, and sriracha. 
Ooh. I don't think we did because you were turned off by the Sriracha. I'm pretty sure we did get that at some point, and I liked it. Hmm. It sounds good. It does. Uh, but then again, like, fucking everything from Flying Saucer Pizza in Salem, Massachusetts hmm. is fantastic. Yeah, it's and, and on top of it, they have a very small but very good beer list. Like, there's, it's not, compa- like, compared to most places like that, their beer list is great. Like... I mean, uh, plus they also have their wall of doctors. They have a full size Locutus. Yes. Um, and they're usually throwing like uh, Futurama up on their TV. So, mm. you, or you really something else. Like, last time I was in there, I think they were doing uh, um, Gravity Falls. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, they have shit like that on the TV all the time. Have you um, ever watched through Gravity Falls? Not all of it. Oh, man. It's so good. I know it's a, what you've showed me is enjoyable. I really like it. I just, you know, I I don't think I'm going to get my partner on board for that one. That feels very much like a not him thing. What does he not like cartoons? Uh, kind of hit or miss. I mean, he's he's the probably the biggest fan of Rick and Morty of any of them, but like doesn't seem to gravitate towards any of them particularly. Like. He's seen a lot of Futurama, but like isn't excited to watch through like the newer stuff. Like he hasn't seen most of the new the the wow. second release, you know, iteration yeah. of Futurama. I made him watch through the movies. Yeah, and I think I I think that that I kind of lost his interest. And it's like, how did I lose your interest? So I'm not saying that the movies are all great, but like the movies well, are overall pretty solid. Solid. Yeah, I half mean, of them are good. Yeah, like. I- Beast of the Billion Backs sucks, and really, what I like Green that Yonder one. is. But it, Futurama and... sucks, not like normal sucks. Yeah. Oh no, Bender's Game is the best of them. Yeah, it's it's Bender's Game, Bender's Big Score, Wild Green Yonder, then Beast of the Billion Backs. But it's David Cross. I would I would agree with that order. I might flip. Yeah, the first two. It's, that's great. Schlee. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm not, like again. It's not. It's it's not like bad. Bad. It's Futurama bad. Like, yeah, Futurama yeah. Bad is a whole different category. And I would oh, argue Futurama that... Futurama Bad, like, they're still better rather, than, like, the worst Zoidberg episode. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, I would rather watch that than... Um, That's Lobstertainment. Yes, <laughs> that is my least favorite Futurama anything. Oy vey. Yeah, and that includes, like, all the new, new stuff, too. Some of the new, like, new stuff. there's some new, new stuff. Some of the new, new stuff is great. Yeah, Saturday morning oh, yeah. cartoons. And honestly, like, the new, new stuff... Saturday morning cartoons yes. is fantastic. The late also, Philip it gave J. Fry? us the right? late Philip J. Fry. Um, also gave us probably the best um, Zoidberg episode. Yeah, stench and stenchability. Yes. Yeah. And then I also just love their final, final, final ending. Mm-hmm. Because, oh yeah. Because you know the the final the first final ending was uh, the devil's hands are out of play things. Right. Like this is how much we've watched this show mm-hmm. that we act. That we know, like most of the episode titles off the top of our heads. Oh yeah, all three um, of us. Yeah, <laughs> I have seen Futurama more than any show on ever. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred absolutely. Yeah. Although I am blanking on what the name of meanwhile. the final meanwhile. Final. Oh, meanwhile. Yeah. But meanwhile, but yeah, <laughs> I would say in order of goodness, it's. Like, oh man, I, I would almost say Meanwhile's the best ending. 
yeah. then Devil's Hands are the idle pl- or idle playthings, and then Into the Wild Green Yonder. Like, and again, mm. I'm not saying Into the Wild Green Yonder is not a bad quote unquote ending. I mean, I think that they had a feeling that they were going to get picked up after oh, that. They were really so, hoping that they were going to get picked right. up on that. So that's why it wasn't like a super hard like this is the end. Yeah, but it, it worked as like if this was an ending, this could be an end. Mm. Oh yeah, it absolutely worked great. I mean. Again, but I would agree with you. Like, meanwhile, is the best of them. I yeah. I love honestly. Like, it's the nerd in me that loves it so much. In mm. that, like the that ending creates a Mobius strip of their story, right? That it's, oh, yeah. without beginning or end, it will always like fold in on itself. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I love that. I, I think that that's like really beautiful for their story. That their story never ends. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think that, and I think that it, it, it appeals to the science nerd in me as well. Speaking of the appealing to the science nerd in me, like, oh man, what the hell's the name of the episode where they had to write a mathematical theorem for it? The one oh, that, Harlem oh, Globetrotters? The, the, like, brain-switching one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot remember the name of that one right now myself. I can't, I can't fucking... Time keeps on slipping. Yes. No. Time no, keeps on no. slipping is the first one with the globe okay. trotters. Oh, no, it's the, the first one with the globe trotters. That's the one with the uh, chronotons. Prisoner of Benda. Mm-hmm. Prisoner of Benda. Mm-hmm. Bendana. Benda. It's B E N T A. Okay. <laughs> but yes, that prince- that is the one. Yeah. I forget what the fuck they called the theorem that they wrote, but it was like a brain switching theorem that you could get everybody back to original positioning as long as you had two outside people from the initial group instead of just having a singular person. Mm. But yeah, that's what happens when you have that many, you know, science and math <laughs> people with like with masters PhDs and PhDs and, masters, and shit, yeah. like on your fucking writing staff, like, Hey, show who, if you need a science nerd and I can, I can write, <laughs> I have a master's. Want to mean- hire me? I, w- I would be willing to guess that that is the most overeducated writing staff for any cartoon ever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's Guaranteed. not even a question. Like they, 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 that's the thing is their, their commitment to continuity, especially was amazing. Um, mm. But they like their commitment to, you know, not a, like, I'm not saying that all of their science and all of their physics in general, like especially physics works, but like, cause fucking space travel and time travel and all that shit. But like they actually, they, they stuck, they always stuck very well within the rules of they set up for their universe. And that's a thing that bothers me about a lot of shows. Like, you know, there's, it's like the, the don't 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 change your don't change the rules because it suits your story. Right. That's not how this works. Like especially if you're doing more of a sci-fi thing. Like even if your science doesn't doesn't work in the real world, at well, least uh, have it you're be Red consistent. <laughs> okay, yeah, but Red Dwarf's entirely different. Come on, like Red Dwarf was never meant to be like serious, and yet at the same time, they did kind of stay within their confines a lot of the time, except it was like. You know, oh look! Somehow everybody in the ship's back to life. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> that, was that a going back in time thing? How the fuck did that work? I don't remember. Uh, it's been too long. I I can't remember. And I've yeah. I guess I that. need to watch series seven again. I mean, 
It's sitting on my shelf. I think I tried to get you to watch it. I've now been buying all of it. <laughs> Have you been watching the stuff that I've bought at least? M- me? No. Yeah, you. No. I mean, I I was about to start it through um fucking YouTube cuz I know you have like I think the first 5 seasons on there. Yeah. So, I know that I can watch it through there. Yeah, so can Chris. He's still like on he's still in the family. Oh, yeah, Chris, if you're still in the family, just go to your like YouTube mm. premium and watch. <laughs> yeah, you did it. You ricked through it. Fuck yeah. Finally, finally. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was awesome. No, I'll do that. I've We're so proud. <laughs> I've uh, I've been meaning to to spend some quality time with Red Dwarf. I mean, if like if so if do you think it's a thing that Lacey could get into? Because if so, you don't want to start with the first episode. Well, you uh, could If start you're with- going to start it, I would recommend starting. Well, Hmm. I mean, I, I would almost of them say, really no background. I mean, I would like, almost say still, episode say one, that, like, and then skip to like season backwards. Three. <laughs> yeah, skip to season three. So watch and then so watch go season back and one, watch episode one, and one, episode one, and then after the first episode, Just so you have background. Go to season three. Okay. Well, I mean, may- maybe also watch episode six because I think that that one's confidence and paranoia. Okay, so one six. Um, does isn't confidence that and paranoia one? make matter that much? Because, like, I think. That well, it's... I just like it because Craig Ferguson. <laughs> Craig Ferguson well, yeah, doing do like too. a terrible American accent. Oh, that's, well, that's awesome. The thing. It depends. It depends on how you and Lacey feel about like committing to a series without having it it having gotten good. Because, like, in my opinion, Red Dwarf it doesn't really get good good until season three. Hmm. So, like. If you need, if you, so I I think that episode one gives you at least enough background to basically know what the fuck's going on. Hmm. And then episode uh, three, one is where like the really good stuff starts. Okay. So like, it depends. Like I'm a person who is willing to stick through multiple seasons. If I know that a thing is going to get good because I like watching it in order, even if it takes a while. Like, right. I agree with that. DS9, like, I would argue that both of those, like, the first, like, two or three seasons suck. Like, not suck, suck, but, you know, aren't great. Okay, the first season of TNG sucks. Mm. Yeah, the first season of TNG sucks. The first three seasons of DS9 Are pretty lackluster. Like, but, I mean, it's like... those last four are amazing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Greater than half the seasons are great. It's just that you have to get through all the bad stuff first. I mean, it's same thing with with TNG. I think that overall, like, three through seven are great seasons. It's just that, like, you have to get through one and two. But, like, if you're a person who's not going to stick through that shit, get yourself, you know, get yourself to the point where you understand what's going on then skip to the good stuff and then go back and watch the other shit later when you're like, I'm so invested in this. Right. Yeah. Red Dwarf is one of those things that benefits from, you, you don't need to watch it in episodic order. Okay. Like it, you should watch like an entire season once it gets good. Yeah. 
but like it doesn't get good till season three. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I think that there is some like building of good episodes and continuity and there are well, definitely plus there's good the season two episode that introduces Crichton and then all of a sudden he's like regular shipmate come season three. Well, that's why it doesn't fucking matter if you really watch it then, because like, it's not even the same actor. Hmm. Like it, like if you, it, so if you really want to know what the fuck happened, like previously to this, well, actually not until you get into the show more, is it really worth like finding a copy of the, the scrolling text in the beginning of backwards online. Hmm. But like, it I mean, it, it's of... it's pretty funny once you're invested in the show, yeah. Or if you had been previously invested in the show, and then all of a sudden there's this just like super speedy long wall of text that goes through at the beginning of three one. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a and... Star Wars scroll, except it's like a whole page of text, so they like <laughs> do it really, really fast. <laughs> but nice. it's an explanation essentially of like, well. We've kind of reset everything, but mm-hmm. they're still in deep space, but this stuff's going on now. It huh. doesn't really matter. Also, Just... Crichton's back. Yeah, Crichton's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, it like three is where it really becomes the show that it is. Nice. I I think we've talked about this with Dan before. I think we've decided that like what three, four and five are the best seasons. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. Although three... isn't. Isn't Ticket a Ride, like, season seven? Yeah, but seven is overall not a spectacular season. That's one of, like, two or three episodes that actually has Chris Berry. Don't you remember? Yeah. Stoke Me a a Clipper is also season seven. Hmm. Yeah, so it's Ticket a Ride, Stroke Me a Clipper, and Blue that are, like, the best episodes of that season, and they're all the ones with Chris Berry. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Chris Berry was doing something else. I don't know if he was filming fucking... Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think at that time it was the second Tomb Raider. Ah, there was a second Tomb Raider? Yeah. Oh. I mean, technically there have been three Tomb Raiders. Really? Yeah. I've only seen the first one. They made a, like, Tomb Raider reboot movie a handful of years ago. Oh, was any of this actually good? No. Okay. No. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. Bad. <laughs> also, beer is good. I like beer. Yeah. This this goes is good. It I is. Like this goes. I mean, it like I, I did enjoy this goes, but my goes a, is gone. It's a very accessible goes. Yeah, my goes is almost um, gone. Oh fuck me! I need to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you don't I have don't... to catch up, but I do think that uh, now might be a time for wrapping it up since. We've spent like the last half hour having sci-fi chat, which I'm totally cool with. I, I love that we do shit like that. New England sci-fi reviews. Yes. I mean, come on, man. You, 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 like, are you really here for just a solid hour of beer chat? Like, I, I can't drink that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Practice. Oh, man. Hopefully. Don't, no, fuck you. <laughs> I, I, it, it, beer has a lot of calories, okay? Also, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be asking for help from you. I feel like I'm just gonna bring a bunch of shit and be like, the, "So, folks, I'm gonna see TJ in person on Saturday. We're going to a bonfire. It's been such gonna... a long time. Oh mm-hmm. fuck, I did that last time, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna bring a bunch of shit and we can like split cans. Sounds good to me. Nice. No, no, please don't feed me free beer. <laughs> Anything but uh, that. I'm actually on the wagon. 
<laughs> I mean, I have like two four packs that I need to give you anyway. So, because I think that I don't know, I kind of vote that like. I mean, next we could either we could do an IPA episode next time, or we could just do a foundation episode. Hmm. I don't know. Either way works. Eh, we can figure that out later. Yeah. But uh, yes, on that bombshell. <laughs> Are you um, really trying to be Clarkson here? Clarkson. Uh, I'm not like trying that hard. <laughs> so if I'm Clarkson, actually no, I, I would be Richard Hammond because like I'm the one who's seen the most trauma, and I want to be James May. Well, so. physical trauma. Right. Yeah, I know you want to be James May. I want to be. Um, I, I want to be more. So that than... makes you are Clarkson. <laughs> I am not Clarkson. I am definitely. Like I, seriously, I am. Like you are definitely Clarkson. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm Clarkson. Well, I'm Jezza. You're the hamster, and that makes Chris Captain, Captain Slow. Slow. Yep. I mean, I think I. <laughs> although you could be the hamster because you've been in more devastating car accidents right. than I have, TJ. But you weren't driving for them, so. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess in terms of being in, you know, car accidents that smash up your car, it's me because I've had one. So, yeah, I guess I'm hamster. Yeah. <laughs> and on that bombshell, uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter and maybe someday Patreon. we'll do something with our maybe someday we'll do something with our Instagram. Maybe. We should, because I keep on taking pictures of my beers, yeah, and throwing those on my Untapped. Um, but find us out there, New England beer reviews, some places, NE beer reviews, and others. That's right. I think uh, it's face- pretty easy to find. Facebook.com/slash NE beer reviews. Everything else is New England beer reviews. Please love us. But if you find us on YouTube, Please well, Twitter us. is at, Twitter is at NE beer reviews. Ah, okay. So Twitter and Facebook. Um, if you find us on YouTube, we are not New England Beer Reviews on YouTube. <laughs> that is a, a 60-year-old bald man, <laughs> as I came to find out last night. All right. Uh, yeah. Interesting. We have a 37-year-old bald man. Does that yeah, count? Yeah. We, we do have a 37-year-old bald man. Hmm. Woo! <laughs> yeah. And, like, combine our ages together, and we're far greater than him. Right. Oh, hell yeah. 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 And we're also way more awesome, so, eh. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't checked him out, but hey, you know what? Free advertising. Check out some 60-year-old bald dude on YouTube Yeah, that... at New England Beer Reviews there, Yeah, and we'll figure out what our YouTube's going to be at some point. Right. <laughs> Suck it, bald guy? Suck it, bald guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite meme over the last couple of weeks is, Hammond, you idiot, you've driven sideways into the Suez Canal. I have not seen that one, but that's hilarious. It's great. It's great. And appropriate. And appropriate. It's so appropriate. (laughs) Hammond's Uh, good at breaking things. Yeah. Hammond's really good at breaking things. Then again, so is Jezza. Well, yeah. Hammond's just really good at breaking himself. Yeah. That's a fair point. Breaking things, not himself. Mm. Yes stuff where oh man when he made that like crazy driving video with the wrx and ended up having to finish the video with an audi mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> that was a good time subaru impossible yay 
Um, well, all right. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say toodaloo, so, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Adios. <laughs> good. Good. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Better. Now yeah. yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. My my name's Emily Schick, by the way. Yeah, I've been Chris Campbell. <laughs> and I've been TJ Davis. Soon I shall enter the temporal void and become one with the other verse. <laughs> so good night and goodbye. Yeah, sure, whatever. Good luck with that. <laughs> send me a postcard. Right? You can send me a postcard from there, can't you? Of the, from the void? No. Why not? There's no, they, come on, the Void's totally got postcards. I mean, I know they're solid black, but there's totally postcards. Because Louis DeJoy took over the post office. <laughs> well, how, I mean, come on, how else is the Void supposed to make money? Duh. Right. <laughs>